The dawn of civilization. Primitive. Dangerous. Exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs... The most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Ah, look who's come out of his cave. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in. This is James from Cave Dweller Music. I am joined by my co-host Yari today, or you may know him as Dr. Yasman. Uh, Brendan is not available, so we've got someone special to host. Uh, we have some, we have a dual episode today, two guests. Uh, we actually have Akuno Heavy and uh, Nusi. Those are nicknames, but uh, you've probably seen their works on the Cave Dweller side for quite a while now. Especially, uh, Nusi has been a friend of the site for about three years, so it's great to have him on the show finally. Welcome and thanks for coming on. Hell yeah, thank you for having me. Nusi! Great, great, <laughs> great to have you. Yeah, thanks. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we get into anything, I just want to say thank you for the support that you've given Cave Dweller. Um, you've always been a big backer and you've, you've really helped us grow over the years, just with little things like sharing and promoting, so we appreciate it. Shoot, absolutely, dude. Likewise, I mean, y'all have y'all have seen the progress that I've made from, like you said, three years ago, and you've stuck with me through the entire thing. So you know, it's the feeling's definitely mutual. That's yeah, I've been one of those one of those uh, one of those names that keeps popping back up over and over again. And um, <laughs> with this EP, y'all have some uh, hell of a quality release. Oh, she's been popping too. I think tomorrow she's hitting twenty five k, which is gonna be super sweet. So. yeah it's um it's uh i listened to it and you know you've you've nursey have been have been with us like like james said for a couple of years and um it's certainly been i mean you, you've come a long way I, I guess in a way like you said but like I, I feel like your stuff has been um always a pleasure to listen to yeah um, i appreciate that <laughs> there's I definitely been... some of the older stuff that i couldn't i can definitely imagine how nobody would be able to bear listening to it but um, it probably feels that way, but so, so it probably feels that way sometimes. But you're, you know, I think we're often more self, more critical of ourselves than, than um, like our viewers and listeners are. Oh, hundred percent. I'm super OCD, and I am my own worst critic. So I definitely agree with you on that. And I wouldn't say that your music's like evolved necessarily, but it's def- it's it's kind of refined. Like you've kept bits and pieces that you yeah. like and taken out the stuff that you haven't to make something that you're happy with along the way. I can agree with that. Definitely at least uh like you said, taking the bits and pieces and at least perfected those while adding a little, you know, sprinkle in here or there. Yeah, I mean if you're an artist that kind of plays with different styles and sounds like you are, it, you, you know, you are gonna have trial and error and not everything is gonna work and other things are. So I think you figured you figured it out over the years. <laughs> especially when you're in a space like that's that's a little experimental like trap metal can be so oh yeah and trap metal is such a fluid like the fluidly defined genre it is you can do anything with it yeah it's 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 one of those really exciting developments in hip-hop i I find and electronic with like witch house and stuff they use as heavy trap elements it's great i love it Mm -hmm. yeah i gotta start getting listening to more of that the more electronic i keep hearing bringing a trap metal like i talked to yari about that new kamiata single the more i hear it the oh, more i'm good. like Man, I need to do this. it's really good i love that song you yeah, should my um, only complaint oh, is that it's way too short it needs to repeat like five times over yeah that's the <laughs> thing about that's the thing i often find about <laughs> that that's just the that's just the 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 thing with hip-hop isn't it like 
mm-hmm. I think most rappers are, are pretty reluctant to release a long track, especially in, um, especially like even more so nowadays. You know, you go back and you would get like um Eric B and Rakim dropping these like six minute songs, but like <laughs> hardly ever yeah. nowadays. Shoot, I was uh I was just listening to um what was it called? Uh Still Fly. And that yeah. track's like six, six and a half, and it's like dang, the song is good, but it's not over yet. And a lot of the thing is also obviously because of like attention span. So I gotta say, TikTok is tension span, bro. Like two minutes is like yeah. the longest anybody can engage for nowadays because of like yeah. internet culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's that's true. Yeah, I mean, we, without TikTok, our cave dweller TikTok, you know, I see the numbers, and um, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into that too much here. But like most people, like when they view when they view one of your one of your videos, y'all know, you know, y'all know if you're running reels and TikTok, like most most viewers mm-hmm. are, are viewing for a matter of seconds, and it's not even yeah. minutes. Swiping through it, yep. I saw yeah. a study a little bit ago that said that the average attention span for people, I think it was under, like born after the year 2000, is like 17 seconds. That's completely <laughs> believable. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's it's pretty shocking. <laughs> I hate my generation, dude. <laughs> Internet culture, man. Internet culture. That's all there is to it. It's swipe, so swipe, it's swipe. toxic. Though, though, yeah. to, be fair, to be fair to us, if you if you go back and you look at like the old eras of media and you look at the way people would consume like TV or radio there's so much of people like flipping through channels and you know like the old <laughs> the old channel surfing concept like like we're still Dude, doing it now it's not as it different. is an inside joke in my family when we go on vacation that we're all sharing like a hotel room and watching TV if my grandpa has the remote, you cannot watch anything. That man yeah. was born to chancellor. Exactly. Yeah, you will not stay like, on something for more than two seconds, and it's like, oh, I was enjoying that. Boom, next channel. And you're like, dude. Yeah, like yeah, those, old people the, were doing it too. Yeah, those <laughs> old heads for real, though. They're like, uh, I'm paying for 150 channels. God damn it. We're going to watch 150 <laughs> shows. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That, that's yeah. the other thing it's like when you whenever you watch something with like someone over the age of 60 <laughs> who has like direct tv or cable or whatever you want to call it like mm-hmm. you'll be sitting down saying what do you guys want to watch and everyone will make suggestions that they want to watch on a streaming service where you can literally just go watch it and the person who has the remote will be like no i'm going to flip through the channels and see what's showing like why no one everyone knows what they want to watch they're like no no there's there's something good on like it's, mm-hmm. it's just put on a stream. Even service. shows that he flips on in the hotels and even flows that shows that he flips on in there that he likes and we know he likes. He's just like, ah, next show. And you're like, dog, I was watching hey, that. We're all guilty, man. You know, you were watching that. Yeah. You play something and you're like, oh, I mean, come on, man. You spend more time scrolling through Netflix than you do actually watching Netflix. That's that's just facts, <laughs> I feel like. Come it's on, true. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's very and, true. Then, and then you decide on something you've Selecting. watched a thousand times, anyways. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, that's me with music, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think with Cave Dweller, like um I think with Cave Dweller we listen to, you know, James can attest to this. We listen to so much different stuff on a daily basis. Um, just different stuff that we wanna, you know, stuff that we like and, and we tend to um pretty much exclusively cover stuff that we like. Um mm-hmm. and I guess that's that's one of the reasons why there's just some names that consistently come back, you know. And if we find some if we find something we really like, it is just gonna be um, it, it is just going to be popping up because I guess the way we do things typically on Cave Dweller is um, just lends itself to to us covering things that us, us covering stuff that we like. You know, it tends to 
lead to us, you know, three years down the line after we started, we're still covering, still covering you, Nusi. So yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And I haven't quit since then. So y'all got giving you guys plenty of quality content. I'm sure yeah. we will with Kuno too, because, because what I've, you know, what I hear with this EP um, and, and, and tell me a bit about, about this because a bit um, about the creative process involved in making Carolina Killstreak, because I, I hear that, um, that, that you, you told me that, um, that Kuno was like a, a huge part of this project. Both of you talk about that a bit like this, this oh, yeah. is like a very Kuno forward sort of project. Kuno basically provided the entire, like <clears throat> the housing, the shelter slash, whatever we don't call it and the entire studio and the time to do so. So obviously without him, Carolina Killstreak would not be Carolina Killstreak, but you know, while I handled a lot of the marketing and pulling the strings on that, he literally provided what was quintessential to even create the project in the first place. So that was he's that was all backbone on him for sure. Karina, could you talk a bit about? Do you want to talk a bit about um about the creative sort of process in this up in this EP? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, like uh, Nusi said, he hit he had hit me up but like a a few months in advance and was like we had talked about doing an ep together like collab and doing this thing we actually try to do like as 50 50 as we could on the whole five songs across the board like maybe <laughs> one song he did the hook in the, in the next song i did the hook and we both did a verse you know what i'm saying we really try to make it even across the board so it was a collab uh, a definitive collaboration yeah exactly but he insisted Love that um that. I do not listen and write before he gets here, which I like. I, <laughs> we've all talked about um, we're our own worst enemies as artists. So <laughs> when I write shit, it goes through the ringer like, you know, five or six times before I'm really content with it. So yeah. Lucy showed up and he was like, you know, we're pretty much trying to using the word freestyle is not the right word, but we're pretty much writing on the spot and recording as we write. So that was on impulse for me, but it was fucking, uh, I mean, it was, it was dope, man. It turned out really good. I'm happy with the end result and the hype of it. So I got no regrets on that end. There were definitely, uh, lines that one of us came up with that the others like, yeah, no, we're not doing that, <laughs> but <laughs> not too many, not too many. Come on now. We, we didn't have to put our foot down too much. Like it was pretty, uh, in terms of having two people who were supposed to have even input on something, it was a pretty yeah. easy going project. Having two vocalists, right. I mean, egos are involved, you know, like frontman period, like it's the ego thing, you know, like you gotta be, mm-hmm. you gotta bring the beef, you know, you gotta represent yeah. yourself. So, I mean, having somebody who's just like, we're not like dick measuring for fucking, so what was it, six or seven days, Nusi, like you stayed here? It like, was we a week, yeah. Yeah, we weren't like, it wasn't like, uh, oh, I got to get my piece in or, you know, I got to shine against this dude. It was really just like we were just feeding off each other's vibes for a week, you know, and it, and it, might, it probably took three days to really get comfortable with each other, to be honest with you. So mm-hmm. we spent five yep. of it recording and then the first two days just like kind of like just getting a handle on each other's like, you know, in person, like, uh, you know, just just handle the person versus on the fucking internet you know like you know it's a lot different it's like living with somebody you can't you can't yeah. live with every one of your friends you know what i'm saying it ain't gonna work out get into that space also, where you, where you all can just vibe my... off each other exactly it also didn't help those two days go by faster that not only did i really have to get comfortable with kuno but his entire family all at once so that was oh, yeah 
big family but, then. Yeah, a little bit. No, they're they're all dope. I love all of them. It was very uh once I did get come and that's just me with any situation. Anytime I go to like a new spot or meet new people that like Kuno said, it may have been we knew each other on the internet, but in person it's way different. And I'm just that way with everything. But once I got comfortable, it was very the experience was phenomenal. Like definitely highlighted my year for sure. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I really get the impression that y'all were vibing during this. Like, if you just listen to Carolina Killstreak, um, you know, it's one of those things that that you can tell when somebody you can tell when somebody is 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 deliberately being played up in the mix. Um, mm-hmm. when there's when there's multiple minds involved in a release or even just an individual track. Um, you know, like I I noticed this. I, I noticed this. Um. I've been telling people this on my stream lately because um, I've been doing the history of hip hop music videos for the past couple of weeks on my stream. And like anytime you see Lil, Lil John appear on a track, like he just takes over the whole track and it doesn't, you know, it, it, like, Yo. yeah, like if, you, if you go back to some of that stuff in the 2000s and there's songs <laughs> that are like, that are like yin yang twins and stuff. And it's like nobody even remembers that anybody was on the track besides him. Um, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he carries the track. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, but like, John, kind of things, you'll do features. Is, yeah. and somebody obviously doesn't care about the project. That's the worst thing ever. When you, you when oh, you yeah. work with somebody and they really just don't care about the end result, I cannot stand yeah. working with people like that. Like, it's like, why do you say yes? Just, just say, way. just say no. Like, exactly, exactly. Man. Yeah. If it's just yeah. a fucking share for you, like, I'd rather just find somebody who cares. Like. 100% through and through for the project rather than especially you know, cuz you know they're going to they're going to bring like they're going to bring good bars if they actually care you know they're not going to just pull out their they're not going to just pull out their back pocket which has you know stuff they wrote like 5 years ago and just like <laughs> drop something you know you can tell when somebody does that on a feature like but mm-hmm. at least to me with Carolina Killstreak it feels like feels like it's really like it's really integrated between the two of you um you know you both shine and and i think it's it's done really well it's really good it's a really good collab like kuno mentioned i mean it was very spontaneous and that was something a little bit a little bit stressful for both of us but not you know a whole lot but i told him and i knew it was going to happen that way when we were both in the same space to be able to bounce everything off of each other and to brainstorm like together collectively i mean yeah, I feel like it flowed very smoothly. The main thing of it was the, you know, we were just having fun with it. So yeah, there's a couple goofy things in there. Kuno's in the back, you know, going woo or whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, and this motherfucker talking about just, Bobby Smyrna. Yeah, so yeah, the, the outro <laughs> of it essentially. Um, yeah, the main thing was just to have fun. So we were like, yo, you know, it was we were able to bounce things off of each other very well. It was very smooth. So it was, I enjoyed the process. It was very fun. Can can you talk about some of the collabs that I mean some of the other features that you've got on here with like Joey Mortal and Black Will and can 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 you all talk about the collabs a bit the the features I should say so for I can tell you one thing I have never collabed with any of them before but I have been meaning to and so back when the album was in its like conception and actually I I had the beats made tailor made for the people that were on there uh, oh, save Joey Mortal um yeah dread did a really great job on it he's an amazing he was an amazing producer we got i think his last five beats before he retired which was shout out yeah big big shout out to him um phenomenal producer but 
I had Legion Taylor made to have Blackwell and Shatani on it for sure because I know I wanted them on something. I know we want to have some kind of cipher thing made. Um, and I definitely do have work with Blackwell coming soon. Kuno does as well, awesome. actually. Um, <clears throat> and Shatani... <laughs> Uh, not so yeah. much in the near future but he and i probably probably bound to work together again someday and then me and joey are we had concepts for a collab ep way back at like the start of 2023 but that's yet to come to fruition and but we are we are probably going to do something again in the future originally that'd be fantastic fact, yeah uh well joey's he's worked with michael riccardi a lot who's another good friend of mine and i mean joey's He's a very talented artist. He evolves with every release too, and he's he definitely brought his A game. Um, funny, yeah, he's funny a great. Enough, though, he was a great feature. That Phantasm is a good track. It's it's funny you say that too, because the beat was also he was he was a uh, last resort to get to jump on there. Actually, the beat was tailor made for another artist to be on it, but stuff came up with that other artist. Life came up, but also just a lot of delays and. Um, so eventually I reached out to Joey on like, like I said, like a last resort type thing. It was like, yo, I, I know he works very quickly. I know he works very well. He's very yeah. efficient as an artist and as like um, a colleague within the music scene. So he was the first guy that I hit up and I was like, yo, can you give me a verse within a week? He was like, I got you. And he sent that and it was, that's what Phantasm is today. So mad, mad love to Joey for that. He really pulled through for us. Joey mortal. Love that. Yes, also, I have to say that the album art would make a killer tattoo. Yo, You're right. I might need to get that now. Kuno, we might need to get that now. Oh yeah. Yo, that yeah, that album art, Megan. So it was it was it was Megan Mushi and and you, Nursi, that did that, right? Like there was some sort of collaboration on that art, right? So Megan Mushi did the the original art, the full art, which yeah. um so all the credit goes to him actually uh i only added a couple of the graphics on there as far as like the black strip with our logos uh, and um the typography was done by a man named august zoer i think that's how you pronounce his name um yeah. also very talented artist and so he did the typography so i basically did just added that little little portion on the side and then just put it together but all credit goes to megamushi for the cover art that man is phenomenal and hey. I don't know if Kuno would like to say it, but about to say, yo, here's a little Easter egg for you. Um, me and Nusi yeah. went through a, a few different cover arts, but um, Ooh. I have a pending EP out called Kaiju that Megan Mushi did the art for. Who, who is it, just another version, kind of, of the same beast on Carolina Killstreak. And oh, I was like, cool. I was like, Nusi, bro, like this dude's expensive, but look at all these colors. This motherfucker's mm. gas. And Nusi, yeah. he was just like, you know what, dude? I think I'm gonna go with another one of those. Um, I can't, I can't remember what he called it, like the Monster series or some shit. Yeah, but he was like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with another one of those monsters. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's gonna literally, it's gonna be full circle by the time Kaiju actually drops. Like, it'll be so easy to push, like, do a second push of uh, Kill Carolina Kill Streak just yeah. based off the art of the same artist. Like, it's, it's mm -hmm. just. It's basically it all about back. showing the love, yeah, in the same community a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cover art. Really I cool think too was I had uh, Megan actually flip the uh, 
the orientation of the cover art. So oh. eventually when Kaiju does drop, you can, you know, put them together and it's like facing different directions and something. It's a little bit of uh, hey, a little bit of duality. The same or facing the same direction. You know, they could be two monsters like pitted against. No, you better not change that, Kuno. You no, already no, have your own. No, I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> if, I'm in the same direction as in nose to nose, not like facing right. I meant like uh, instead mean. of putting them yeah, on true. the outsides, on the insides. You know what I'm saying? True, true, true. Yeah, but it, it offers some duality and some uh, continuity too. And I was like, well, you already got that. This looks sick. We already got yeah. the uh, Kuno loves the Japanese imagery, like uh, Onis and whatever, and the Samurai just looked super sick to me. I was like, yeah, I, I kind of yeah. need this one. So, yeah, oh, it looks I've, fantastic. I've shown so many people, um, and like, like, but there's there's been a lot of times. It's one of those album covers that there's been a lot of times where I've just been in like a random place um, with people, and I've been like quickly checking to see what's going on with Cave Dweller. And and some of the people I've been with will see will see the cover art for Carolina Killstrick and they'll be like, "What's that?" And I'll be like, "And I'll like and I'll I'll take the chance to talk about it a bit and show them the art because, like, but it's one of those album arts that kind of jumps out a bit. Like people look at it and they go, "I want to know what that is." You know, that's that's and that to me is like that's when you know you've got like S tier cover art. Like that's the best shit. It achieved the goal, then. I mean, if anything. Um, yeah. That's what we tried to do with both of that, with that and the original kill streak art that Gaza did. Shout out Gaza. He also did uh, most of the merch uh, mock-up and design and whatnot for Carolina Kill Streak. But um, yeah, that's what we tried to do was something that really like just popped out and was fresh, new, really caught somebody's eye and was like, regardless of what genre this is, I need to give it a listen. You know? Oh, I like Gaza's level. When you mentioned Gaza to to. Um... When I saw that you, when I saw that you, uh, that you had, had shouted him out on on your IG um, about graphics, like having a look at some of Gaz's art too, is some really great stuff. Oh, that dude is super talented, super yeah, cool dude. Of, he's always been a uh, pleasure to work with, and he's very, very skilled at what he does. Kind of reminds he does, me. He's done like, all the visuals for Carolina Killstreak too. All the reels, he did all of it. So, oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, like his style. It, it kind of reminds me of like, um, like it's got that like that nineties industrial kind of vibe to it, um, mm-hmm. which I like. Some of that like old KMFDM kind of like, um, poster kind of look gritty. to it. Yeah, he al- yeah. He also did the uh flyer for the Kamiata show, believe it or not, and he's a uh, sponsor. Right. So that's it's dope to Nusi turned me on to him, and I was like, let's hire his ass to do the uh. The Kamiata, I, I came with the idea, but Gaza executed it perfectly. So shout out mm-hmm. again. Gaza. Y'all gotta talk oh, about that. Kamiata, you're doing a you, you get you you're doing a gig with Kamiata. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. This that's actually um I book shows a lot throughout the southeast United States, but this yeah. is probably like the biggest, most like um probably when I say biggest, I mean the most probably I put into a show with the biggest like artist, underground artist to headline. And yeah, Kamiata, he he, he's not huge or nothing, but in terms of trap metal, like he's Speaking from DC. Trap metal. Yeah, yeah, he's from DC. He's like three hours away from like where we're doing the show at, so we're we're definitely expecting to either a hundred to two hundred heads at this show, thanks to Kami and then all of the uh the local the not I want to say local support because all the support's coming out of <laughs> everywhere, but thanks to all the support yeah. and Kami, we should have at least one twenty to two hundred heads there, like and and fill that motherfucker out. Yeah, that's a great. That's a that's a that's a hell of a person to be 
to be getting in there with like how did you how did you how did you all put that together like how'd you all um how'd you all get with Kamiata? that that's all kuno kuno completely put this thing together that's all him yeah i um like i said man i, I book a lot of um shows a lot of times it's local stuff i do like yeah. probably two two little short tours a year for like me and my homeboys um like I don't know if you ever heard some of my songs with Exo Mariano or somebody, but Nusi actually, uh, he tagged along for the last tour and performed it every day um, on the Diamonds and mm-hmm. Death Wishes tour. But I was just like, man, before the end of the year, we got to do one thing that's like bigger than usual, you know, not yeah. just the same old, same old. We got to S, we got to elevate. And that's the whole key of everything. You know, everything you want to do, you want to elevate. You don't want your, your new song to be worse than your last song. I don't want this show to be worse than, you know, the last show, so we always the Myrtle Beach. I got man. <laughs> that, that, that ain't even fair, bro. That ain't even fair. <laughs> no, we uh, we had a every tour, man. There's a one bad day, you know, like uh, yeah, that's bound to happen. It, you know, we're playing a lot of cities that we never even been into before, much less like try to play a show in. So uh, we did Myrtle Beach, and um. It was cool, man. I, you know, shout out Gator Tales. They they put us on, but uh, I, you know, you know, it just wasn't it was an experience. That that was the la- That was the bottom of the shows. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, like I'm not gonna talk no hate or nothing, but that, that <laughs> metal beach didn't go down well. <laughs> exactly. That, hey, that it was, was definitely. I, go ahead, Nusi. I was I was just gonna say that was my first live performance, so it was definitely an experience, at least. Yeah, Whether you want to say that as negative or positive, it was an experience. No, period, though, that's that's a good way to start, you know, like we did two bigger shows right after that. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Everything else only went up from like, there. Just just like getting a little comfort level in because it was your first live performance like that really set the tone for the next two shows. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it all helps. Mm-hmm. It's all experience, baby. Yes, you'll, sir. You'll, I mean, you'll keep putting out stuff like Carolina Killstreak. Like, um, you know, I'm sure you'll be getting up there like. It's uh, I mean, you'll you'll be you'll you'll be on a trajectory to do real well with this with this stuff that's been coming out. I think, um, so it's cool to see. It's cool to see. It's cool to see you're getting in there with Kamiata, though. Um, is there anybody like, what what's the chances of like what's the chances of uh of like a collaboration there one day maybe? You'll think that between us and Kamiata, yeah. Uh, I definitely have to, I'm going to check with him and just peek what his prices are. Um, actually I already know his prices. Um, it's 200. One piece, of my, right, it? Uh, I think it was, it's here 200 or I think, uh, red dot paid 300. I reached out to red dot. who recently had him on, on one. And I actually, I can't remember if I guessed like 250, 275, or like 300. I think I guessed 300 and, I was like, I just reached out to him because I was just curious. Um, because Shitani, who's on Legion, I was like, yo, why don't you have Kami have a song yet? You guys sound so similar. Um, and then I was like, with this show, I might want to get Kami on something if it's yeah. if it's worth it. Like we were talking that about Varkos- people that don't really put effort into promo or whatever for the stuff. But doing a show with the guy, I kind of have to at that point, that you know. Varko style, yeah, yeah, I can definitely see the um I mean, I mean, your vocals and some of your tracks before Noosey, like, um, yeah, definitely brings out the metal side of trap metal. Kamiata mm-hmm. does so that too. I, right. So doing the show with him, I, like, we're kind of, <clears throat> we kind of have to do something with him eventually just to ride off of that. But 
I don't know, 300 for me, like for a feature. It really depends. Promo is the biggest thing with me for features. So if I get a big name, but they don't promo it for anything, like I've got Exercise Gods on a track, which is a big slamming deathcore band. They don't even yeah. acknowledge it's existing. So the promo is a big thing for me. I'm not going to spend that much money if it don't seem worth it to me. However, I do want to check. I do want to check out with a guy and just see what he's uh, see what's up with him and see if he'd be down at some point gonna, in the future for sure. Are you going to work with Aragoth again? Oh, certainly. Um, I think. I think. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I think one or two songs off of my upcoming full length have, have Aragoth beats. At least one of them do. Sick. I think it's two. But yeah, definitely going to work with Aragoth again on something because. He's only gotten better since then too. And Into the Depths has been one of my favorite songs to make. So Yeah, it's been one of my favorite tracks of yours. So I'm definitely I'm I'm ex- I'll be excited to hear more more with Aragorn. I'm just you. I'm just gonna warn you, the next beat that uh the beat that I can tell you hundred percent is on the full length, it is very different from Into the Depths. It's a drill Ooh. beat, so but it Ooh, is Aragoth. So. That's exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah, I've been getting into I've been getting into, into drill the past couple of months and like um really how do you feel about up. funk, uh Yari? Say again? How do you feel about funk? Oh funk is can of worms. Have... <laughs> <laughs> like Lucy's got a new funk song coming out. I'm just I'm just trying to shout his ass out. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> no, I like I'm interested in I'm interested in that. That's something that that um that I've only heard a little bit of, and it's something that, you know, it's something that I feel it's one of those genres um, that has started to get big recently. And I feel that I need to, I need to start paying more attention to it because, because it is a big deal at the moment. <laughs> and so I haven't really, I haven't, you know, I, I haven't heard, listened to much of it besides some of the, um, you know, there's a few popular tracks at the moment, but aside from the, aside from the couple of popular mm-hmm. ones, um, you know, you hear that chord hell one, murder in my mind. There's a couple of chord hell yep. ones out there, Henson and mm-hmm. Dark. Like, there's a few. Like, I haven't. Beside, aside from those, I haven't really. You know, I'm sure. It, I mean, if if it's coming from either of you, though, I'm sure it'll be good. Like, y'all's yeah, beat selection. Like, you know, Nusi better bring the heat. Stop playing. Shoot, I need to get Kuno on a funk track now, just to get him out of his element once again. I yeah, mean, if you, yeah. Like, if you like, um, like we're talking about Kuno, what you got like, coming? I got a um man, I got this song coming the 29th. It's called Okami, which means wolf in yeah. Japanese. But um it's I don't know, it's it's my only solo track of the year though. And it's not quite trap metal, but it's very hype. It's very it's very much still hype like trap music. Yeah. And I don't really know how to explain it. Uh, I feel like though um we were just talking about funk. Like you're talking about like in Witch House. Um, I feel like if you like Witch House and Shadow Rap and like that kind of shit, mm-hmm. funk is kind of like I want. I'm not gonna say a soft adjacent to that, but it is adjacent enough to where I feel like motherfuckers who like Witch House and Shadow Rap they can fuck with funk. So like, yeah. it, very it hard has to describe. Its place it's very in the scene, you know what I'm saying? Like, it definitely has its place. And a lot of artists, um, they do like even Sinister, like. He be doing funk shit, you know, and it, that's one of the bigger trap metal artists. Um, so it definitely has its place in this scene for sure. So I, I'm I'm excited to hear the whole thing between what Nusi is you, uh, Michael Ricardo, Ricardi, and um, fucking love hate, love pain, hate pain, right? Yes, sir. I already did a funk track with love pain, hate pain back in May, but this one, 
funny enough, this one we've had done since like February. The producer was a big issue with it, but my boy David, who also engineered the entirety of Carolina Kill Streak, got us within David! like a week. Shout out David Warrenoff. The- that man is a legend. <laughs> he's doing Okami too, actually. So um new turned me on to David. So he's actually producing the vocals for the new track of mine, the only solo track this year, which that's like I'm like I said, I'm aiming for eight days from now. But Nusi, uh, so that's a, that's a good producer too. He's affordable and he's fucking solid as fuck for like what he does. So, uh, you know, thanks Nusi. You turn me on to his ass and he's taking care of me now. Very awesome, dude. He's handling everything for my upcoming full length too. David is a goat for sure. Just uh, real quick with uh, Nusi, you mentioned you want to get more into uh, Witch House. You should check out our label friends, uh, Blasphemy Records. They're definitely one of the best uh like tastemaker labels for witch house shoot i'm gonna have to check that out for sure i'm, like, I'm so black what? on like all of that they're called uh blasphemy with a v so oh, blasphemy. Okay, okay 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 yeah yeah gotcha. hey, give them a listen i think you guys will dig a lot of their stuff i'll definitely have to check them out for sure i'm always down to new new styles of music and whatnot although i get stuck on the same album for like a month at a time too so that's my struggle <laughs> Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> I've been hooked on like the entire Three Days Grace discography up until like Human for the past week has been nothing but Three Days Grace. So I loved them when I was thirteen. They were like one of the first hard rock bands I I really got obsessed with. They have stuck with me since I was thirteen as well, or since I was like probably eleven. Yeah, yeah. they've been all the way up to like I said, Human. Every album after that is mid as could be, but up to Human. <laughs> so good they, I don't think they have a single misc in their discography up until then is that when they changed vocalist uh, yeah Human was the first uh, album with the new vocalist Matt from My Darkest Days which is like, crazy I feel like My everybody Darkest has Days the was... same sentiment about um, the new guy like just just do your own shit. Stop trying to copy the uh the the OG vocalist. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's he's well, trying my to emulate him. Was such a good band too, and he was really good in it. Human was a really good album, but everything past that, it seems like like Outsider has a couple couple bangers, and then they dropped So Called Life before their new uh, album Explosions, and So Called Life was phenomenal. Everything else that dropped with that album though, <clears throat> not that good. I'm telling him you said that. Very much not Three Days Grace. <laughs> <laughs> if you were both stranded on a desert island and you had nothing but a solar-powered discman and you could each bring three CDs to listen to until you got rescued, what would you want to have with you? You want to go first because I got, I got them already. Three fucking uh, Three Days Grace CDs, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I would. Uh, I would. 100%. <laughs> I'm just playing, man. Um. Yeah, you, you say you want me to go first, Nusi? Yeah, you go first. I got to think about this. Man, if we're talking about albums just period all around, I'm going to have to go with Frail Words Collapse by Azalei Dying, mm. um, Bless the Martyr and Kiss the Child by Norma Jean. Okay. And then I think I'm going to go for, um, fuck, Something from the Morgue, like Volume 3 by City Morgue. What's the, what's the third volume? Does anybody know? Um, I have no idea, dude. Tales I fell off of them years ago. It's something, it's something like that, but that's my favorite City Morgue <laughs> album, which I feel like people compare our EP to just because it's two vocalists like on a different wave of each other. Like it's bottom of the barrel. Is that the one? Volume three, bottom actually, of the barrel. Actually, I think I think you're fucking right. Bottom of the barrel. It's got the fetus on the cover and the yeah, in the uh, jaws. Yes, yes. I yeah. love that one. 
I'll pick that one just because like it fits to our style and I feel like people compare when there's two people on an EP like me and Nusi and it's literally like 50-50, I feel like people their minds jump. Oh, the only group I can think of is City Morgue, you know? So or Suicide I, Boys. I, I fucking love City Morgue. I'd rather be compared to City Morgue than Suicide. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Suicide's True. bigger, but I'd rather be compared to City Morgue. City Morgue Morg ain't bad. I like City Morgue. I, I fuck with City Morgue heavy. Like their first album crazy. when I heard it, I was like, this is crazy. Man, Hello, don't get me started on my new album now. Like, let's not talk about that. All right. <laughs> it's gonna be another 10 minutes. All right. <laughs> That shit is so like 50-50. Like half the production is so ass, but I feel like they were just fulfilling a uh contract. So mm-hmm. there's no love in it. And I, I literally just spoke on this to my producer Satan, my old producer, and um Caligula's Wrath, who is my boy. I feel like City Morgue has a lot of internal problems because if you look at any of the comments on their shit, they like, yo, Zilla, you need to leave Sos or Sos carry this fucking track or carry this album like. It's literally like the fans are so pitted against the artist. It's never gonna work, man. Yeah, like, City Moog's doing something right there. I mean, they made their gathering of the jugglers. So, I mean, that's yeah. facts. But the, we'll go look at the comments though on any of their song posts. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, they're literally just like either Zilla or Sos. Like, I'm just like, bro. The, the whole glory of City Morgue is the fact that there's two different styles. That's the glory of Carolina Kill Streak, bro. Like, yeah. you're gonna listen to the same artist the whole the fucking time. That's my whole yes, thing. Man. Like it's got some it's got some fucking uh a little bit of swag to it, you know, because it there's there's a lot of change up <laughs> and it ain't just straight streaming the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the essence of like that's the essence of a good collab, right? That you contrast. Like if you um at least to me, you know, like if if you just have like if you you can you can book a track and have like three different rappers on it, but if they all if they all have the same kind of flow, the same kind of sound, like you know, like what's the you know, like don't you even start on that with deathcore features, dude. I can't tell half deathcore features from the other because they all sound the same. The big yeah. six. Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I, sorry guys, I really got to bounce in a minute. So, uh, uh, Nusi, what what are your three? Just before I have to wrap it up. Hundred percent. Um, it is kind of hard because there's a lot of albums that I absolutely love. I think definitely a, one of the Three Days Grace albums. Probably, it's hard to tell between Life Starts Now and Transit of Venus. So, give or take one of whichever that probably life starts now um for the other two probably i don't know man i've loved pain remains by lorna shore too i think i would put pain remains up there and then another one i think the third one would either be uh one of my recent favorites would be either um what is it slow bloom by the home team or um what is the one by Bad Omens? The Death of Peace of Mind by Bad Omens. Or if you want to throw another one in there, uh, Hell Finds You Everywhere by Thousand Below. There's so many that I listen to that I can't choose between, but be one of those three. Uh, and then I just wanted to say, obviously, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Um, we'd love to have you back mm-hmm. on with it. That's cool with you guys. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd totally be down for that. I would love 1, that. One thousand percent in. Awesome. Yeah, and then for anyone listening at home, uh, make sure you give them a follow on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere that you can find social media stuff, and make sure to check out their the new uh, new music and keep track of all their new singles. Uh, you can find those spread out across any major streaming platform. I think you guys are both on Spotify primarily, right? Yes, sir. Yep, I have everything though, pretty much. You have everything. Awesome. Pretty That's much. Great. 
Great. And then uh, anyone who's listening at home, thank you so much for tuning in. Come back next time and we will have another guest for you. Ciao.